just listen to us. This is much different than Greg's production. Am I waiting for the lyrics? Because they're going to be funny. It's just something that makes you feel good. That's a, all right, that is much different than Greg's music, which makes me feel immediately angry at everything. Here is King Diamond Tracks. I don't think Greg would understand this type of music. No. The beat's too complicated for him, too. But what are we listening to? Listen. Listen to those drums. <laughs> I guess. Listen to the sound of me eating a chicken nugget. And Greg also knows when to fade out the music and not just sit there and listen to it. What, what do you want to tell us listen, about this? Listen, this is my first time doing this, okay? Uh, this is... Armando Chovaglioli. Uh, Parfumo di Donna. Where do you Sam. find this? Hipster.com. Uh, it's a soundtrack uh, for the film Porfumo di Donna. The, uh, the cover of the album, which I think is also probably the cover of the movie poster, has a woman with a towel around her, like maybe she's just covered herself up. After showering, maybe? And a, uh, an Italian man laughing very hard. And uh, a young boy saluting. Very good job, Ryan. Uh, and today, this Lead. is an emergency, emergency yes. session. Yes. That's why you're hearing all these strange things. Like, you're the listener, right? You're a devoted Flower Seas the Hour listener. You listened to all 13 episodes over the last four years. Put yourself so you, in your own shoes, yeah. dear listener. You've followed us for four years over so many episodes. And then you get, you're always used to certain things, and what you always hear is Greg producing. Mm-hmm. You can hear Greg's production, and then you can hear him come in with one of his songs that he likes, King Diamond, usually. That's a popular one, heavy metal something, right. usually. But today, because Greg's not available, but we couldn't wait any longer. Mm-hmm. Greg, he's, sometimes there's an emergency, like now, and r- someone, Ryan answered the call. Ryan got his equipment mm-hmm. together. He sat here for days figuring out how to replace Greg fully to yes. make sure Greg is a no longer necessary part of this. Greg has been totally automated now. <laughs> I have the algorithm that just puts, I just press a button basically and it records um, to Greg's specifications. And you've labeled that button Greg. Yes. And you just push it now. That's the change you're hearing today. That, mm-hmm. This is the emergency. Uh, so let's start with introducing the show. This is Flower Seas the Hour the podcast about the Smashing Pumpkins. Out of Washington, Dumb City. Washington, Dumb City, Washington, D.C., District of Crunch, District of Cola, Dumb City. That is where we're broadcasting from, like always. But this time it is just me, Tim, your host, and Ryan, your other host. Hello. He's trying to eat as many chicken nuggets as he can in between the times when I'm talking, and he's not. I don't know why I couldn't do this earlier. We started with a plate. Home. <laughs> I thought this would be an amusing anecdote to start with a plate of twenty <laughs> chicken nuggets. You know what? And see if I can eat them by the end of the show. I'm not sure you're wrong, but that's uh, you really did plan that out ahead of time because you did tell me you wanted to see to tell people how many nuggets you were going to eat throughout. Mm-hmm. But we want to have this emergency session of Flower Season Hour because, well, I went to a Smashing Pumpkin show. So we're finally going to get to, uh, I guess, you know, without Greg here, we can also finally talk about the Smashing Pumpkins. I feel like he always distracts me. He always <laughs> wants to talk about other things. Yeah, it's definitely Greg's fault for distracting the... Um, yes. 
the storyline, the main storyline, which we've been working on for how many years? Three or four years? 13 episodes. <laughs> yeah, so at least four years <laughs> to get that much content. <laughs> and we how, started. I don't know at the how beginning. real celebrities do it, how they do one every week. And their job is to like get ripped. How do they get ripped? Sometimes how do you stay ripped sometimes all you're the time? To your you know? job. Well, me because I they do. get paid to work out all day. But how do you, as a common man, because right. you are ripped? It's very easy, you know. So, a you have a body pumping class when, when? you wake up at seven. Seven. I mean, you I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That. <laughs> I, while I'm sleeping, I've got the electrodes on. That's a great and that's tell. My... Because that's when you really wake up. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you wake up that late. And you have a baby. Jeez. It's a it's... wonderful, oh, wonderful yeah. baby. So Robin's waking up at early with the baby, and you're sleeping in. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I have my earplugs in, my headphones, noise canceling headphones <laughs> over my sleep ears, mask. sleep mask, whale sounds going through your yeah, headphones in, in the basement. Well, my wife is upstairs with the baby, and that's just how we function. So uh, I made an outline for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm not sure if somebody's done that before. You may have. You have a secret outline. Usually well, usually I keep it on about. my phone, and right. I and type we're in, in my notes we're in the section. Dark, and so we have in the bathroom at work, right? And I'll we have type no idea. We have no idea what's going on before we get here, and then you know, like spring some ideas on it on us, and then. Out of our if sheer, I, if I gave you guys ideas, genius, it's not like you guys would follow up on them anyway. If I gave you some ideas ahead of time, would you do anything with them? Uh, I would, th- I would think about them. If it was very <laughs> short list, like I gave you, I would, um, I would read. Uh, read. I, would, I would read a short list. Well, well, I can commit to that. I really want to talk about the book I'm reading right now. I wish I would have told you that ahead of time. Then, yeah, I don't, I don't think people are interested in what you're reading. No, but I think they are interested in. What are you wearing? First, I have some intro music to What Are You Wearing? Are you ready? Yes. No, please. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are missing Greg quite a bit at this point. Uh, <laughs> this is way too obvious. <laughs> You're loving how obvious this is. <laughs> I'm not even sure hey, it gets Tim. to the ironic point. What uh, are you wearing? Uh, okay. I see what you're wearing. You just went to a concert. <clears throat> I actually got out. You know, we've talked a lot about uh, Juan Crucier Jr. Jr. on this show and um, yes. how he, she takes up all of my time and I can no longer rock and roll. That's why you got chicken nuggets and beer tonight. Exactly. You I are am, your old self. You're your old letting loose. Self. The old rock and roll stubs is here, wow. is back. He is back. Uh, so yeah, I want to talk about my He's uh, back. return back in the New York groove. Return to the rock and roll lifestyle, uh, and bought a shirt um, from a band called The Love Language, who I think is a really good underrated band. Um, I would say they're zero rated. Uh, let me play you Look a track. Cat. Your cats are terrible. <laughs> my cat is just right now <laughs> hissing and screwing up our podcast. And you said that's the good cat, and it's still scratching she's, you and hissing yeah, at you. She's the good cat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just hear a little bit of this song The Love Language This is from their first album Actually out in 2009 oh, I've been around a while Underrated but very good band Sound indie alright Alright we don't have to recall this but oh, Thank you Appreciate that 
It's a good song. It's right. called Sparks. They played it. Um, their new album is good too. It's called Baby Ground. Did you produce them? Is that why you're hyping this kind of thing? Yeah, I produce all albums. Okay. That like, are played on the know, show. Greg is a real producer for Egg Hunt, right? Right. So this is one of your bands. You're trying to now that you're trying to squeeze out of Greg's territory. You're hyping your own bands. Have you ever heard Greg actually hype one of his bands on here? Besides <laughs> lightarms.bandcamp.com? He doesn't, because he has taste. He has class. Yeah. And Don't be such a self-promoter. And the only band worth hyping is lightarms.bandcamp.com. Who is coming out with a, a reissue soon. Is, yeah. that what the, is that what the name of it should be? The, a reissue? Yeah, I would say it's a reissue. Is because Greg going to get were... off his lazy ass and remaster it, maybe? I think I'm not sure if we should do a remaster because uh, some people are really against remastering and it'll never sound as good as the original master. That's not true at all, <laughs> actually. Is Greg against remastering? Yeah. Because we should save that conversation. No, but we, there's some old records from the 80s that you have to be remastered because you can barely hear them nowadays. Right, because to your untrained ear, you just want to hear everything loud. Yeah, all you want to hear. Turn it up. All you want to hear, wanna hear it is loud. Is, I would tell you, this is the kind of production that you like and you're familiar <laughs> with, that you grew up with, and it, it's perfect. It's, it's loud. Fine. It's yeah. very loud. I, you know what? I'm talking about particularly, like, for example, I love a lot of early '80s hardcore and Black Flag, those records and stuff. Like, you can barely. They would really. I would love to hear a remastered version if they could do that. Because hmm. they're so quiet and so, so you frail do not sounding. like the lo-fi except. Um, I like lo-fi, but okay. like, there's like some Steve so Albini all... kind of lo-fi, right? Sometimes, but you can still hear it. You can still like pick out things without a bunch of fuzzy noise. Right, but that's sort of part I'm Henry of lo-fi. Doesn't know what he's doing have. ever. <laughs> right, just what turn it the... up, record it in a nice studio, Henry. <laughs> I mean, Black Flag and basically all punk like. Why didn't they just spend some money, get, go into a nice studio? Yeah, like Sum 41. Like, I love that. Like, Sum 41 punk is like the start of punk again, yeah, kind of, you know? That's when punk, punk really died and then Sum 41 got its started. Legs, right? Because it well, was just, it, nobody wanted to listen to it because the production values were so bad. But it was going on at the, in the 70s. Well, and you know what? You, else? Know, you know what? Like a, for example, Big Jump is like, you're an Offspring fan, right? Big one. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, so am I. So uh, their first record, Ignition, was real hardcore punk. But then they got to Smash with a real like label. And Smash all of a Mouth, sudden, which is something we need to talk about. Also, like, great production. So we like Parquet Courts. At least I really like Parquet Courts. Good record. Yeah. I didn't like them at first, though. You were, uh, like, I will admit this. You were on board with Parquet Courts. Before me. Well, I like it. Wait, no, you weren't. Yes, You're I never was. On board. You were on board. You were like one song. You like that. And I think it's not, that's like I their was worst into song. Too. Milano, okay? You did not. Like, I. You did not. So when I first heard about Parquet Milano Courts, song, whatever. I don't they were like Pitchfork Darlings, and I'm like, eh, I don't know yeah. if I have like, I the bandwidth for another like indie band that's really popular. But then. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Uh, you don't have bandwidth to like a band that's good? <laughs> or like you don't have the time for a band that might be really good. 
If no, I, I, I do. I feel like I did listen to the album and felt like I needed to... Uh, but that was a human performance. Like, give it a... Milano? I think... No, it was Human Performance or something. Human or maybe even before that. It was probably like human, when they started, human Performance was the one that Pitchfork jocked the crap out of. We The new record came out, Wide Awake, a couple weeks ago. I was pretty stoked because the singles they released were very good. It's right in my wheelhouse, like aggressive, snarky rock. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so we started reviewing it on text with Greg. <laughs> Greg, who has no idea who this band is because they came out post-1999. Mm-hmm. That's Greg's wheelhouse, except or with the exception, odd exception of Coheed and Cambria. He does not know any band post-1999. So anyway, we're reviewing this on text change, this new record, because we were listening to it at the same time. <laughs> So we started review track by track, and I want to read our listings because I think we did some really good reviews of each song. Let's hear it. So play, I, play the I first go, song. Should I go yeah. through and play it? This is the first track? song okay. off Wide Awake. So uh, what you're hearing now actually is uh, Flush from the Milano. That's a, that's a great song, too. I love the Milano yeah. record, too. Anyways, here's this first song. So this is this total football, right? Yeah. This is a crazy great. Song. Oh, well, wait, wait, wait. Also, Why am I reviewing it now? I have all our reviews right here on my phone. Right. Did I say in those initial reviews about how awesome it is that he yells fuck Tom Brady at yeah, the end? That is pretty awesome. Yeah. Because it actually doesn't, it doesn't take you out of the song either. It's just like, yeah, that fits in the song, and it's right. cool. Yeah. So And everybody agrees. Well, right? this, this review is way more in-depth than what we did on our phones. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't believe I didn't notice that yeah, we fuck went Tom track Brady on the first listen to this. Well, we went track by track, and so... Um, Here's, we started with the first track. I said, first track, great. That was my review. Um, okay, so I didn't have it. Let's go to song two. No, you're already way ahead. You said, okay. at this point, you said, I'm on song five, bro. Way ahead. Yeah. Because I think I was trying to listen to it yeah. before you yeah. to <laughs> have, a, have an opinion before you. I said, second song, cool, but not as good as the first. Mm-hmm. Agreed? Yeah. If so, I would have. I, I don't think I agreed via text, but I do now. Well, you're already on songs four and five, bro. Yeah, I was so far ahead of you. So third song, I said, I still like the first song best so far. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, how, okay. What do you think about it now? Uh, I still like the first song I best think, so far. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Out of the three. All right. Now we're on four and five where you are. And you reviewed song four and five together. You kind of jumped the gun. Mm-hmm. You said songs four and five are good. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of uh, efficiency you want in a review. (laughs) I said song four. Song number, good, bad, (laughs) something. I said song four is immediately good. Yes. Yeah. Still one of my favorites. And now song five. I said, is the single I already noted is good from earlier? Yeah. I don't think I really listened to the single single ahead of time, so uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, this is your, you said, uh, Freebird 2, not as good as Freebird. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, uh, Freebird's a classic. This, right, the Freebird, it's hard. I mean, I yeah. bet if you compare the Spotify listens between the two songs, the original Freebird's probably edging out this one. Yeah, and that's how you judge good music. Well, also, sequels are always going to be a little less good than the first, right? With the exception of Temple of Doom being better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, debatable, actually. I think uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is much better than Temple of Doom. Really? Temple of Doom is like a farce. That's so it's weird. It's like a racist farce. I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> What's really? racist about it? Really? I mean, what could possibly be racist? Well, I mean, it's 
That kid is short and round. <laughs> yes, he is short and Asian. Are you, I mean, you, mean, you mean the lines where he says, you cheat, Dr. Jones, you no good, you cheat, and things like that? Or like the the tribe or the uh, like the people eating weird Bugs food. Yeah. And monkey brains. Monkey brains. <laughs> Chill the monkey brains. Oh. Uh, well. But still so good when you're a kid, right? That's so good. exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're not reviewing Temple of Doom here. I'm pretty bad <laughs> we will. across right soon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, song six. I said, I'm going to need to sit with this one a bit. Oh, wow. Undecided. I'm surprised because it, it sounds so immediately good. Right now, I'm thinking oh, good, but what I'm, did I say back then? Well, I'm sitting, I'm sitting right now yeah. with it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah, um, I agree. Did I say something like that? You skipped song six. I skipped it? Oh, my God. You don't have a review. What's your review now? I was probably doing something important. I probably had a deal that I had to do really yeah. quick. So well, I what's your review that. now? My review now is good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. All right, song seven. So, uh, that was... No, that was seven. Oh, I was Freebird. Six is Freebird. Okay, I said I might need to sit with Freebird a bit. And then oh, song okay, seven, you said, yeah. was good. So you were still... Yeah. Uh, you still agreed oh, to their old review. Totally on point. Totally I on said point. pretty par for the course, or should I say parquet for the course? That's good. Okay, so song eight. I mean, that review is good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> song eight. Uh, you said... Called Back to Earth. Your review was Dunno. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> True today is when it was written, and I said a skipper so far will have to revisit. Mm-hmm. Which I think these are still pretty spot on reviews. We're pretty good at like so. like spot diagnosing these songs. I think I, I always sort of forget this song. Um, it's it's like yeah. that the whole time. Song right. nine. Oh yeah, I said this oh yeah, big time. Excited. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, you said good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, true. Yeah, spot on review and. Number 10. 10, NYC Observation. I said... This kind of has a strokes type of... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, turn it up. Yeah. You said 10, also good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that little strokesy type intro, I can see how that, like, tickles my fancy. Uh, Number 11. I said, this sure is good. (laughs) And you said, not sure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah Still not sure? Uh, no, no, I'm sure that I like it now. Yeah, that's yeah. good This song is only a minute and 42 So a lot of the tracks on this album are really short I appreciate that If you don't have the ideas to make a song longer Don't force ideas yeah. to make it longer like, Is there really, like, you can say as much as you need to say Especially if you're writing poetry Such as the Parquet Courts do Parquet Courts have excellent lyrics Great lyrics I wish you wrote one of the parquet chords. I really wish I did. It really really let me listen. Like now, it's like tune out whenever you're playing or singing. I just forget. Even what I'm doing, I forget where I am. Yeah. I get so zombied out. I forget too. (laughs) I just like, where am I? I get scared. I try to mumble enough so that nobody understands what I'm saying. It's on 12. Uh, I said, it is a risk and took a lot of courage to make this song. (laughs) They have my respect. Yes. And 12, mad, mad you said, respect. not sold. Yeah, yeah, I was not sold. On my respect or the song. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a risk, you know, the kids and everything. Yeah. Uh, 13, um, you said, yes, I think yes. <laughs> I was right. 
I said, needs a werewolf going, ah, in the background. Ah, I sound more like uh, Shakira doing that ah, woo, than Warren Zevon. Yeah. You She-wolf. Ah, does, does Shakira have a song that's called She-wolf? She-wolf? It's a great song. Really? Yeah, it's like, um, she says ah, in the background, and she huffs and puffs like, <laughs> and then she's Shakira's, you know. Yeah, this is a, listen to that cool production. Oh. Uh. Now this is the kind of production. It's like something. If you want to make it parquet chords well, in the yeah. mainstream, yes. like you got to it like can have use some beats that you a can little hear that are remastering. So, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Make it a little louder. A little louder, louder yeah. for sure. This could be louder for sure. Your cat is gonna fuck up this recording. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yes. that's what happened the last time we stopped recording. She touched the keyboard. It, it I bet. could have been. I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. Stubbs has a Thanks. cat. He just like lets roam all over the places where he eats his food <laughs> and changes his baby. Our litter box is also on our table. <laughs> it's a pretty cool song, huh? I don't hear any howling. Oh, she gets there. Okay. I mean, I'd be cool with you letting this play just so you can hear a true example of howling outside Warren Zevon doing it, which is very playful. Here, she is not playful. She is... Mm-hmm gonna get you right she's gonna get you speaking of uh, Shakira she's gonna get you <laughs> <laughs> I'm not still not hearing any howling oh I didn't finish your review god oh, okay. this is my favorite part of your review because you come off so bad yeah. there it is oh, yeah See? you do sound more like Shakira than you <laughs> or, yeah oh. <laughs> oh hear that breathing yeah, and that little tinkly guitar. It's a great song. When I get on the dance floor, Ryan, this is all I want to hear. Let's finish your review of Parquet Chords because this is where things get take a turn for the worse for you. After a bunch of stellar, thoughtful reviews on your part, from uh, ranging from de no to yes, I think yes. <laughs> At the end, overall review, I said I like it and will listen more, but will probably still listen more <laughs> to Human Performance and Milano. <laughs> and you said, yeah, or just listen to Lou Reed. Oh. And I said, that was a very bitter Gen X thing for you to say. That is a bitter Gen and X you thing even, to say. And you basically apologized. Yeah. You said, indeed, they're a good band in their own right. Yeah. It's, it felt like, you know, when you say something that you know is just wrong, uh, and immediately after it comes out of your mouth, you know that it was wrong. You know, like when you tell your dad to fuck off, or if you... Mm-hmm. Tell the tell your wife you love her. Tell the president <laughs> that <laughs> you're not sure if you love the country anymore. Or um, so after this, uh, that review of Parquet Court just made me laugh. That's mm-hmm. the only reason it's here because what we're really here for the emergency is the Smashing Pumpkin show that I attended in Philadelphia, which oh. Ryan just referenced for a second. I drove up to Philadelphia with some other like-minded Smashing Pumpkins super fans and saw the show with James Eha was reunited with the band for the first time since the year 2000. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it was an amazing show, and I had a great, great time. The best part was that my friend, Jeff, was next to me the whole time, and he was pretty drunk by the time we got to the show. (laughs) And so (laughs) every time he was changing all the lyrics of the songs that he was singing very loudly to incorporate Lock Her Up, that chant that he was doing for a while at the stadium, and then he, he would uh, start saying, like, I don't know, think of any Smashing Pumpkins lyric, and he would say, lock her up. It was pretty funny for a while. And uh, another guy that was with us, 
who was not so familiar with my friend Jeff's antics, got a little annoyed in <laughs> a while, but uh, uh, he, he, he chilled out after a while. Who was that? Uh, he's never mentioned this podcast, and he never will. Good. He's just not part of the, the Flower Seas the Hour universe. He you shall know? not be named. We don't need another character that's getting no, to be like it's, the Avengers. It's, or like Infinity the S- War Simpsons, which is like too many characters. They're too shallow at this point. You right. Know, we just need to really flesh kill a few characters, all right? Thanos, snap your fingers, kill some characters in the Flower Seas Hour universe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, but the show was uh, it was kind of weird just because Billy had all this iconic. Icon- like uh, a gun, a gun, iconography a gun, uh, behind him. <laughs> <right>. Jesus, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, kind of like, like what, like weird, like a tarot cards of him, tarot like cards, all, all featuring tarot cards. Of him. <laughs> 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 it's it's a a palindrome. <laughs> uh, yeah, tarot cards, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. he. Uh, this, they're all featuring him though. Like he was the knight on one, and like, really, it's just kind of weird because you reunited the band, mm-hmm. but yet everything in the background is like pictures of him as a little boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's Billy Corgan for you, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty much done with my list, except for the kind <laughs> of hot stoves <laughs> of baseball. Well, just because like I had a friend on Twitter. Well, Andy, who listens, who actually listens to the podcast, mm-hmm. so he can be a character. I'll name him. Okay. Uh, Andy Sheeran, uh, he uh, sent me a link to Billy Corgan and the rest of the Smashing Pumpkins throwing. God damn, this is like most we've talked about the Smashing Pumpkins. I think in about all episodes. Yeah, and we didn't really talk about them that much. Uh, yeah, but uh, they uh, threw out the first pitch at a Cubs game, and not only that, yes. it was against the, the dumb Nets. city Nationals. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk about this a lot, didn't I? A lot. Text, so go. Talk, I, I talk. texted this I to you, right? So talk. right. What was All right. Say so that? there's so much. There's <laughs> yeah. so many layers. So here. everybody knows. Everybody that listens knows that I'm a huge baseball fan. You know, uh, mainly because of the stats. You like the numbers. The numbers game with baseball. I like the numbers. You don't even like to watch you the know, plays. You I, just like to crunch the numbers. I don't like to see people. I like to see a matrix in front of me, <laughs> yeah, just streaming down. Numbers and, that's and dollar signs. That's how, yeah, that's how I see baseball. I just see it's like green numbers coming down, and most of them are just dollar signs in some kind of sequence. That's why it's such a great game, America's pastime. But it does sound like a lot of fun. It does, right? That's that's just how I experience life. Um, so, huge national fans. This is a huge game for the Nationals. This is coming off the All Star break. They are, are done now. Well, I was going to get that to that, and they were that's one of your layers, right? Because oh. this is the game that killed the Nats. Really? Yes. So this was an incredible. Did they let game. the pumpkins play? I actually, in the game? I watched this game. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Corgan messed up. Did he hit a dinger? <laughs> Billy Corgan hit a home run at the end <laughs> oh. that won the game for the Cubs. Uh, I was just looking for a song to maybe play us out on. Um, I think we've covered all yeah. the bases. We've done. Oh my God! It's ten thirty night, and I still have to drive back to, really, the, to the nice part of the city. It's really late. We uh, cut all the good stuff, or I failed to record all the good stuff. So uh, if this al- uh, if this episode doesn't live up to our normal high standard of production, oh, um, and last then one you last have Greg to blame because he wouldn't come. He refused to bum. come. Anyways, it was nice talking to you, Tim. Yep, you too, Ryan. Later. See you next time. 